Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're back. Once again, I'm here with the greatest tag team in the podcasting business, Tom, Ed, and we have a special guest from the Deep South, Brad. <laughs> so, Brad, the whole up and south right there. <laughs> so we're going to... We're gonna kind of throw it around. We're gonna um, first start off, uh, Brad. What, what uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell us uh, what you kind of like to watch and what kind of background you got for uh, pop culture knowledge. Oh man, I mean, I love all sports mostly. Uh, trying to pass all that on to my seven year old, so he's at that age where we're into wrestling. I mean, monster trucks, football, baseball, basketball. You know, just trying to dump all of that on him and I feel like we're in that good window of sports and wrestling and even monster trucks, right? Where it's all just that new wave stuff that we can blend in with the nostalgia of when I was a kid. So I'm like, Oh man, you should have seen this when I was a kid. You should have seen him when I was a kid, you know, uh, all things, pop culture, man, Marvel, star Wars. I mean, you name it, comic books. I mean, I'm I'm all about it, man. Nice. Nice. You know, into the Marvel stuff way before the movies dropped. So it's uh, nice to see the movies now. Right, right, right. Like, and then, when I was a kid, can, I got called a nerd. Yeah, and then you can critique the crap out of them like yeah. I do and say, like, what is going on here with these characters? Yeah. But anyways, yeah. that, that's yeah, uh, for sure. We yep. we got a lot to talk about. If, if that's in your wheelhouse, then you're, you're, you're home. You're, oh, you man. are home. No, definitely. <laughs> Yep. We uh, it's a, like I said, it's a fast half an hour, and we try to squeeze as much in as possible. So, mm. um, so let's start out Ed, the way we usually do. Let's let's uh, go to the email bag. Yeah, man. Now we're going. We're, I'm gonna I'm gonna go right to the top of the bag tonight. We're not, we're not gonna go deep deep tonight. This is from Darren. This is uh, just a congratulations. Darren has been a huge supporter supporter of us from the beginning. Uh, just says congrats on the twentieth episode and much success. And I better buy a tee or a hoodie. Uh, so I don't know where my money is going <laughs> in those bank accounts, but for real, keep bringing it, Darren. Thanks, yeah. Darren. We really appreciate it, man. Um, we buy really appreciate the support. Not being cheap, buy a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and not being cheap. In wrestling terminology, Darren is like John Cena. He's going to be a face for the rest of his life. For ever since I've known him, I've known him since we were five. So he's going to mm. be. He's always the good guy. So he's going to be JYD for life. Yes. Okay. Mm. Uh, so, Ed, um, hit us up with our uh, weekly email. Well, this is, this one comes from Stacy from Abington, Massachusetts. So, thank you, Stacy, for sending in the email. It's nice to have a uh, female comment on it. This would be our number two female. Um, so, this one's about we're really we're really crushing that demographic, don't you know? I mean, we're hammering that demographic. They love us. Um, they love they us. They do. They love us. Hey, we're a bunch of thirteen-year-olds, baby. Yeah, That's I how love we it. bring it. <laughs> love All right. It. So this. This is actually this is actually a great this is great this is a great email. So this is about coaches and officials. Hey guys, mm-hmm. want to get your your serious take on coaching kids? My question is: Should parents be able to uh, dispute referee calls after watching video? P.S. would love to, P.S. would love to see a female on your panel. Well, Stacy, um, the the list is long and distinguished on who wants to come on first. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to be last. You can actually be first. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And we'll even buy you the bumper sticker. Mm. <laughs> and maybe even we'll throw in a t-shirt for you. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, so, so uh, I'm gonna toss it. Toss go it. I'm gonna toss it out to either I'm gonna toss it to either to Andy or Brad, because 
you guys both have people you you both have skin in the game on this one so you guys choose yeah first. go ahead brad i mean that's my my thing about it and having coached a couple of lucas's you know sports now so far uh, i feel like as a parent and i mean this with like the utmost respect like shut your mouths watch the game let the coaches coach the refs and the umps they're volunteers it or if they're getting paid at all, it's not a lot. They're human beings. They make a crap ton of mistakes, which is expected. That's also a part of sports. Let's be honest. Bad calls happen. Oh, let the kids play. If there's an if there's an issue, let the coaches address it. Like parents should be cheering for their kids, driving their kids, getting them there on time, which is a huge deal. You know, I found out this past baseball season. Other than that. The, let the coaches coach. I I legit had to tell some parents last year, uh, this past spring, to like stop. <laughs> like I'll handle this side of the fence with the kids. You handle that side of the fence. Let me do my part out here, or we're not gonna get anywhere. You know. So I think parents just I don't care how much cell phone footage recordings you got. Let the let the coaches coach. Parents, you just cheer. Be the biggest advocate for your child, and that's it. So. Uh... Brad, pretty much on the same page with me, he probably verbatim said what I was going to say, but I've been on both sides before kids. I ref for three years, and that was very eye-opening, dealing with parents and especially with the hockey, that so much money is spent. Uh, it's the most so expensive great. sport. Mm -hmm. And then w when you're dropping three grand for a season, I think the mm -hmm. the – the return they want is so much more than what the kids can actually achieve. Yep. And it's really tough to take yourself out of the situation. But on a coaching standpoint, what I used to have was the 24 hour rule. And I think if you're a coach and you watch this, tell your parents when you send out an email at the beginning of the mm -hmm. season, say, if you have an issue, give me 24 hours. That way it gives you a chance to cool off and yep. a chance to reflect on what your problem actually is. If it's the heat of the moment, you don't know. Mm -hmm. I've been on the bench before, and I've had uh, altercations with kids that are misbehaving. I've had uh, words with the referee too. So you don't want to get blindsided by uh, mm -hmm. you know just another issue after a game, especially with when it comes to the hockey. It's it's you know it's really really over the top sometimes. And now you're seeing YouTube videos of parents losing their shit. So uh, oh, as far as as far as videoing. Yeah. Uh, if unless it's something that you need to videotape to show the coach later on, kids misbehaving or punching each other, or a locker room incident or something like that, that you need some kind of video footage to go forward with mm -hmm. it. Other than that, just keep your videos to yourself. Videotape your kid, highlights, goals, all that stuff, home runs, whatever. Keep it to yourself. Put it on your home movie collection. But as far as addressing the referees, what's done is done. They're all volunteers and the coaches are volunteers. So just, uh, I hope we answered your question a little long-winded, but, you know, in, in the heart of hearts, it's, it's all about the kids. You know, the parents have already played. It's about the kids. And remember that. it's uh, You might have invested a lot of time, but it, 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 you want to keep them playing. You don't want to deter them from playing. And don't make yourself out to be an idiot and embarrass your own kids. They, they're kids. So yeah. with that being said, I don't know if you were talking. I'll take it. Okay, go ahead. I'll take it. Uh, first and foremost, I, I think that videotaping kids' sports, um, you know, for highlight reels and stuff like that, I think that that's great. 
And that should be applauded. Absolutely. Um, you know, any type of like incident on the bench or, you know, like stuff that's not within the rules of the game and the framework of the game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, this, this, um, this culture that we've kind of created with, you know, getting every single call right with the NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, you know, all that stuff. It, it's, it's, it's too much at, at a youth level. I mean, the thing about it is, is that, I mean, Andy and I have talked about this. Brad, you and I have talked about this at, at length. Um, look, it's the 1% of the 1% that's going to go to the show. Your kid is not going to go. If your kid is not tracking by the 7th or 8th grade or possibly ninth grade, they're not going to the show. Let them be kids. Let them, I mean, to pay three grand to play hockey or three grand to play baseball like down here, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, I, I know of, uh, let's just say, many of all-star teams that have been, uh, you know, at a uh, coach pitch level that don't even need to be had. Like, let the kids be kids. Let them go out and play outside. They don't need to be out on a baseball diamond all weekend long from Friday night through Sunday night at a baseball field. Let them be kids. That's my take. Uh, the, the best thing I can add to that is if, if you want to just look at it from a parent perspective, all roads lead to men's league. Some way, shape, or form, all roads lead to men's league. So with that I, being said, go ahead, Tom. I just, the only thing I'm going to add is, I mean, you guys all made great points. Brad, I, I had written stuff down. You guys mentioned everything I had actually written down. The only thing I'll add is referees aren't perfect. Like Brad said, if, if you want to do something as a parent, let the kids t show the kids and let them know that life's not going to be go the, your way a hundred percent of the time, make it a teachable moment and let them know and let them learn from this and grow from that. If there's a, whoa, whoa, whoa. You need, we need lightning bolts for that one. You mean life isn't fair. I mean, come <laughs> on. I mean, we need newsflash. Like we need like, you know, Providence, Rhode Island, like, you know, like the, you know, like demon, you know, like the demon, demon snow, you know, I agree with you, Tom. The, uh, the final thing I'll kind of touch on with that is, you know, it's 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 tough because you, you want to do the right thing. But a lot of times just if you want to do the right thing and you don't think you're doing it the right way by being a spectator, then volunteer. Get in the game and volunteer. Don't don't just sit there and criticize. If you're not willing to be part of the solution, then you, you're just causing more problems. So with that being said, we'll move on. And um, Tom, uh you had some news that broke about uh, uh, what was it DeAndre Hopkins? That DeAndre Hopkins, yes. He uh, D Hop signed with the uh, he's well, he hasn't signed yet, but he's going to sign tomorrow with my Tennessee Titans. It's going to be a uh, two year deal, and with all the incentives he's going, he's going to make it fifteen million. Well, he could make up to fifteen million dollars this first year. Um, I love the he kind of passed up on the Patriots, but I love the deal for Tennessee. He's thirty one years old. He can be a uh, mentor to the young receiver, uh, Traylon Brooks, uh, Burks, I'm sorry. And uh, he can teach him how to be a pro because the kid's only been in the league one year. And he's he was like the top receiver. He has nobody around, no veterans to really lean on. So he's going to have him. And I think he can't do anything but help whoever's the quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, the young kid they drafted this year, Will Levis, or uh, Malik Willis, who they drafted last year. I, I love the, the uh, pickup. Ed, thoughts? I mean, I'm really disappointed being a Patriots honk, man. I mean, it, it's, you know, I mean, they, the Patriots needed some a, a really good receiver like that, and they don't have him now, you know. I mean, they actually had a chance to actually get somebody that was on the talent level of Randy Moss like they did in the past, and uh, they just didn't get it done. Um, I think that the uh, – I mean, as much as I love Belichick and, 
the craft family and, and everything like that. Like, um, you know, uh, it's, it seems to me like there needs to be some, a little bit of an overhaul there of uh, getting some more talented players in there. And I mean, because the book should be pretty clear now at this point, you know, after all the Brady stuff and all that 20 year run that they had. So, um, you know, it's disappointing, but you know, um, I don't think Tennessee's going to do anything anyway. So same thing with the Patriots. Brad, what do you got? Oh man, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. So for a split second, I wanted I wanted D Hop. It was a fraction of a second. It was in the news. I've been praying, doing all I had to to the football guys to get that guy. Uh, I think he's an instant upgrade. I don't care how old he is with sports science, sports medicine. If these dudes take care of themselves, you know, I, I think he says he's still got a couple more years left in the tank. Um, going to Tennessee, I don't know if that's a smart move for him, but it, you know, if, if he's happy, then that's all that matters. But it's um, I, I, you know, you made a good point. I'm, I'm not really sure who their their quarterback is going to be this season, but um, if they can get somebody to just get that ball in the air uh, between Derrick Henry and and D Hop, I, mean, I I think it's going to be a pretty formidable offense. I, you know, they don't have a whole lot going on in that conference right now either, so I think it's wide open. So, uh, Tom, want to stay in that kind of frame and give us this week's pick picks of the week for your fantasy? Oh, you brought to you by Tom Shitty Picks. Tom uh, Shitty Picks. <laughs> Tom Shitty Picks. So, make sure, buy a shirt, you cheap bastard. Buy a shirt. <laughs> Help the shoestring budget. That's right. All right. So this week, coming off of uh, kind of a short week, so I didn't do picks for last week because of the All Star break, but. Uh, Coming up this week, there aren't too many uh, starters that actually had uh, two starts coming up this week. There was like maybe 10 or 12. But uh, my pitcher, I'm going with Aaron Nola from the Philadelphia Phillies. He's got two starts, one against Milwaukee and one against Cleveland. And uh, both are in Philly. So, I I mean, it's a band box there. But I think Milwaukee's, they're hit or miss. So I think he can catch them on the, uh, I, I think he's going to get at least one win, probably between the two starts. He's going to probably get, I'd say, maybe 15, 16 strikeouts combined. So uh, that's where I'm going pitcher. My hitter of the week, I'm going with uh, Nolan Arenado from St. Uh, Louis. He's got uh, three games against Miami and four against the Cubs in Chicago. And if you watch any of the uh, Sox-Cubs uh, series this weekend, the ball was flying out of there. I think Arenado's going to hit a, two or three home runs this weekend, and he's going to have a big week. So there you go. So uh, before we move on, Tom to shitty some, picks. Tom right, shitty sir. picks. Brought to you by by a shirt. So before before we get before we get moving into some wrestling talk, uh, talk dark side of the ring with Adrian Adonis this week. Um, Tom, quick on uh, Gilchenia, what he got busted for the whole deal? Oh, uh, this knucklehead got arrested. They mm. police found up. Police showed up at the scene. Somebody had called the police. He had hit a st uh, stop sign in a curb. Cops got there as they were driving up. His friend was pulling him off the ground and putting him in the passenger seat of the car, and they tried to take off. Cops pulled him over eventually, and I guess he got belligerent with the cops, so they pulled him out, and they arrested him. And I guess while he was in the cruiser, he threatened them, said he had ties in Moscow, and that he was going to chop up their families and eliminate their bloodline. I mean, this, this kid just doesn't get it. I mean... If he wasn't a bust before with his talent, how he was 13 years in the league, I mean, as a number three pick in the draft in 2012, I mean, this has got to seal his fate in the league, I'd say. 
Yeah, I, I don't think that uh, that's going to work too well for them next season with whatever they do, whatever they decide. You might see the uh, the KHL band playing for him for uh, you know from here on out. So uh, that's that's the only quick hockey news we have this week. But yeah, I figure it was a little noteworthy because of uh, all the drama with it. But um, so let's talk dark side of the ring this week, Adrian Adonis. So I'm going to kick it to you guys. Thoughts? Go ahead, Ed. Well, I, I mean, it was definitely eye-opening. I mean, I remember him being – I remember when he was the uh, – you know, when he was like that young – kind of like the young thug, like New York City, dressed like the brawler and everything like that. And then you could definitely see, you know, it, it seems like it was kind of a pattern for Vince back in those days to, uh, you know, take guys that had like really good on the mic, really good in the ring, like – and uh, create this character that just didn't quite kind of mesh with like who they really were. And, uh, you know, it's, he did the same thing with Dusty, too. So, you know, I mean, it, it's it would it would be kind of amazing to see what they would actually do. Um, you know what he could have done with his talent if Vince didn't put him in that pigeonhole with the uh, with that gimmick, you know. Um, so it's sad to see that he died inside the road, you know, in a van. That's a terrible way to go. Just saying. Uh, you guys, what do you got? Brad? Yeah, I mean, it's. It, it is heartbreaking, but I mean, if you look back in, in that era, like that time frame of wrestling, even despite Vince and, and maybe some of these bad decisions on writing and, and character development, and that was like the steroid, cocaine, booze-fueled party era of wrestling. And I just, you know, I watched a couple of episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, and, you know, uh, JR now is, is very remorseful of how he didn't step in. Say like maybe I should have said more, maybe I should have done more. I'm like, dang, absolutely, yes, you probably should have. You know, in, in that time frame, people were they were kind of off the rails. You know, what I mean, oh, yeah. Ed, we'll, we'll we'll sit there at work sometimes and watch these old wrestling promos. We're like, yeah, <laughs> there's there's some outside influence going oh, on. Yeah. It's off for camera sure. for sure. Before I get couple to nose them. bumps, a couple of nose yeah. bumps, to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, before that, uh, I get Tom's take on the Adrian Adonis thing. I just want to mention that it was kind of refreshing to finally hear somebody say, and it was from Adrian Adonis's crew, mm. how that they all were doing it. It, yeah, you know, there's no kayfabe with only this guy was doing it and that guy was doing it. I thought the the Jim Brunzel, Bret Hart thing where they actually confirmed it, where Bret Hart went up to the room and Night Hart was in there and they had to almost, all, they were so paranoid that Bret Hart was yeah. Stu Hart's kid. Should we let him in? That, is Stu Hart going to blackball us if because he knows that we're doing this stuff? I thought at least I like when they tell it truthfully i hate when they sugarcoat it or tiptoe around it somebody doesn't want to say something say it it's not affiliated with any other wrestling uh promotion and you know it's not wwe affiliated so say what you gotta say you guys have made your money you're not getting rich anymore so so say it tom take it well the one thing i'll add is i thought it's kind of he had kind of a jbl thing where he had that reputation backstage of being a tough guy and then in this episode, they talk about how he got knocked out by Dan Spivey backstage and he kind of lost his mojo backstage and he kind of lost a little respect. And that's kind of what happened with JBL with Joey Styles. So it's kind of funny how everything kind of circles around. And I mean, history repeats itself, I guess. Yeah, And uh, the Dynamite kid, kid thing wasn't too long after that. 
Yeah. So, you know, that uh, late 80s were kind of like a, a culmination of all the drugs and alcohol and the abuse and the guys running running wild with what they were doing. But, you know, he he was talented. I mean, uh, you know, I was never, uh, you know, a mock for aesthetics for these guys. If you could put on, you know, a decent show and, and, and wrestle, I never cared really what you look like unless it was like a, you know, there was only one Lex Luger at the time. There was only one Paul Orndorff at the time. There wasn't a ton of them. Now everybody looks like a fan coming out of the, the audience is, is in the ring now. I'd love to, I, my daffy desire would, with wrestling would see a portal open up and it's on an AEW show and Bruiser Brody steps through and sees Orange Cassidy on the other side and kicks the crap out of him. The, yeah, that that's my daffy desire with the way uh, the current state of, I miss the fear factor of the guys that are in the ring being legit. You know, I, I don't want to go and see guys that you work with or, or they just, this guy drives school bus during during the day and then wrestles at night. I don't I don't want to see that. But um, well, we got Brad. Brad, we we touched on this a couple other uh, episodes in the past. What is your feeling on the current state of pro wrestling? Uh, that's so hard because come on, Brad, let it fucking rip, bro. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I, I, uh, all right. Truthfully. We watch a little AEW, a little bit of WWE. We just started getting into a lot of the action figures and stuff. It, it's definitely not as good as the Attitude Era. I think it peaked when we were when we were you know younger. I don't think there's the star power that they used to have. There's definitely no more Hulk Hogan's, Rocks, Ric Flair's, even Triple H, who was kind of a a bore when he wasn't doing DX stuff. Like they they don't have personalities. It's it's a lot of uh, maybe it's the writing. I, I think they they made the same mistakes as UFC. I think they in, they invested too heavily into they they thought the fans wanted to see women's wrestling. And you'll you know we'll watch a pay per view. Half the Royal Rumble is women's wrestling. You got to sit through an hour and a half of a women's Royal Rumble that's not that exciting. No offense to the sport, just to get to the men's Royal Rumble. You know by that point my kids asleep. I'm bored and. You know, we're putting it on pause to watch it the next day. I, I think they need to find somebody that can launch it back into that stratosphere of what it was 10 years ago. Um, and right now, I mean, I'm, I'm really big on the American Nightmare. I think that guy, you know, obviously the lineage, I, I think he's the one, if, if they could invest in him, if, if he could stay healthy. If, I feel like every time he starts going, he gets hurt. Um, and in AEW, you know, that they, they just kind of keep riding this wave of nostalgia of these guys at Chris Jericho, CM Punks, and guys that kind of passed their prime. They need some new talent. They need these guys need to pass the torch. They need to keep the ball rolling. Or I'm afraid kind of, you know, the, the the sport may be running its course. I don't know if that's, you know, too heavy to say. And you know what, man? Bring back Degeneration X. <laughs> like, let's get it back, man. <laughs> Well, they're like, definitely not bringing back the NWO, I'll tell you that. Let, let's <laughs> no. bring back some of that craziness, though. DX, like, the last WrestleMania, the LWO resurfaced. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what, what we need right now is some counter hero, you know, groups that these, these youngins don't know that much about that can kind of bring some more attitude in. I was like, well, if they brought the LWO, they're going to do the NWO. Uh, you know, it didn't happen, but. 
you know, that that's they need something. They need to pour some gasoline in there and get it going again. Maybe the, uh, get the, the guys guy some steroids who... and coke again. I don't know. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the guy that I am so enthralled with watching because he reminds me so much of a student of the old school is MJF. That guy is a heat magnet, and I love yes. it. I love it when he comes out and he says, I am not doing dives. I am not doing flips. I am here to do as least amount as possible, and you're only going to pay me to wrestle on pay-per-views, and that's the only time I'm defending the belt. I love that because it pisses off the modern fans that mm-hmm. aren't into the sink of how it used to be. So it's almost like a little bit of what it used to be. I, I don't think you should see any world titles defended on regular tv mm-hmm. call me crazy i think you should have to pay to see it i think it should be whether aw's got a nice schedule because they're they big pay-per-views they only have four of them so they got that three-month window to work a mm-hmm. good storyline and if anything will tell you that a storyline will work these days that bloodline storyline fantastic what they've been able to do with that and it shows you that the the money is in chasing the belt wearing a heel has it flair style the bob backland style does not work it's keeping the belt on a heel that just gets away at the end and that that's where the money is that keep the the underbelt you can do whatever you want with the build talent like that or whatever but that that ftr match last night with uh the gun uh the uh what a match that was one of the best wrestling matches I've seen on TV in a long time. And you know why? Because FTR has the old school mentality. They mm-hmm. slow it down. They tell you a story. They're not doing a thousand flips. If you watch, I'm not a um, Young Bucks fan, but you've seen one match, you've seen them all. They they used to shit on Ric Flair saying that every match that he did was the same. Those guys, every match is the same. You watch Hangman, every match that he has he has to do that backflip off the top turn buck out and says is it necessary it's not you've seen it and then you know what's coming so nobody's got the uh got the nuts to tell him dude you don't need to do that every match slow it down see we know what your gear is but take it easy a little bit tom i I need your thoughts before we uh go to the end of the, the podcast but why don't you watch wrestling the way you used to? Get, put it out there. I just can't get involved in it. I just don't. Once they signed the contracts with the networks, they've kind of gone too PG for me. And it's gotten, like Brad said, you got to get more edgy. You got to get more. I mean, not that back in the, when we were kids in the 80s, it got edgy, but they did stuff where it's not. I mean, it, it seemed real. And these guys today, it's just like you say with the. How many times can the Young Bucks kick somebody in the head with a super kick? I mean, the dude super kick like 12 times in uh in a match. I mean, just the same old, same old. I want to see something different as I get older. I mean, and I am like the old school, like as you said, I love Cody Rhodes. Randy Orton's supposed to be coming back soon. So all these older guys, they know how to do it. They know how to so these guys gotta realize the younger guys gotta use the psychology. They 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 need to listen to the old guys that are in the locker room and let them mentor them and tell them what works and what doesn't. I, I hate when you shit on a, a finisher, like the super kick was a finisher. Now it's, yeah. it's just Chris Adams, baby. Yeah, it's just a lead up move. It's just it's a lead nothing. up move. Yeah. You, know? you watch any, any match. If there's a super kick, they'll super kick 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> it's still not get the pinfall. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. 
So uh, we got about four minutes left, Tom. Pick of the week, CD. Yeah, CD, you know, this week I was in a dark place, bad, bad mood all week, FTW type of shit. So I kind of went kind of goth this week. And uh, I got Mar Marilyn Manson, Antichrist Superstar. Uh, just one of those things that I had. I love beautiful people. Tourniquet was one of my favorite songs off of the album. Uh, Antichrist Superstar, of course. I like uh, my probably my unsung favorite song is Dry It Up, Tied and Dead to the World. And uh, the dude, I've seen these guys probably two or three times. And the guy is he's a freak. But man, he puts on a pretty good show. Player showman. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that either Andy Cray Superstar was probably the entry level into whether you were into Marilyn Manson or not. Always puts on a good show. Very Alice Cooper, very uh, Rob Zombie. You, you go for a show, put all that other stuff aside. He's going to give you a show. He's going to give you a money's worth. Definitely. When, he's, when you, you never know what what could happen if he's in a if he's in a good mood, you're going to see a, a lot of good stuff. Or if he's in a bad mood, he's going to end it early. We've, we've seen, seen like a 15-minute show before. <laughs> yep, yep. Cut himself, was bleeding all over the place, ended the show after 15 minutes. It was crazy. <laughs> and it was Halloween night, and he made us wait all the way till midnight for that freaking bastard to come out. But <laughs> anyway, so uh, what we usually do is we usually, uh, last couple minutes, we usually give a couple shout-outs to the people that we've been thinking about. And uh, uh Ed, let's start with you. you. Got any quick shout outs this week? Yeah, just not much down, down here. Just, um, you know, miss everybody from back home. And uh, thanks for, thanks for uh, you know, watching us and listening to us. We really do appreciate it. And, uh, you know, talk to everybody soon. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, Tom, you got anything really quick? We got like two minutes. Yep. I just want to thank everybody for watching. And I'm repping uh, Brock Street Brewery and our buddy Scotty Pepin this week. Uh Talked to him uh, briefly on uh, Messenger this week, and he's still watching. Want to appreciate and uh, say I appreciate every, everything he's uh, doing for us. Still waiting uh, for my shirt. <laughs> Brad, you want to give uh, any shout-outs? Pony Express. To, uh, uh, family, friends, guys down at work. Oh, man, just uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout-out to Ed for, for bringing me on and inviting me on like that. And thanks to, to you guys. This is my first podcast experience, so. Um, you know, really excited about it. This is this was a lot of fun. So thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Listen, we're definitely gonna have you on again, Brad. It, you know, you can tell right off the bat if somebody fits in. And uh, you know, we're definitely gonna get you in. We got we got uh, all summer to try to get a couple of people on and uh we'll try to get you in the rotation, especially when we're talking wrestling and when we're talking uh, you know, football. Yeah, football, football baby, football, college football, football too. Can't yeah, wait. Coming. Oh, I want to hear me on no college football. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do picks in uh, during NFL season. We're kind of going to do like our picks at, you know, before the games and stuff like that and see how close we get. We did that with the, uh, with the Stanley cup playoffs. And I think we had a lot of fun with that. And I think it worked out pretty good. So uh, with that being said, we're going to wrap it up this week. So for uh, these two turkeys and our new buddy, Brad, we're uh, going to wrap it up this week and, Stay strong, support the channel. We gotta get it going. We're trying to get it going every week. So watch his fan up by the shirt. Yeah, stop <laughs> being cheap. You people are freaking cheap. Later, everyone. Good job.